Beautiful. All right. I convinced Mike to do a podcast today, guys, um, about goal setting. He uh, needed some finagling, but one of my goals is to put out a podcast every month. And uh, if I don't do that, I will do 100 bar-facing burpees. Oh, okay. 200? 200. 200. There hey, it's not going to happen, so I might as well make it 200, right? Just like the 50 That's right. clean and jerks wasn't going to happen. Even if it's a 10-minute podcast on one specific topic, I will put out a podcast once a month because I have been slacking on that. Um, talking about goals, new year, new goals. Uh, you see all the Instagram posts, all the memes that kind of go along with that. And, and I'm not, I don't want to take away from that. Um, you know, I start to really think about my goals and what I want to do after the Open, um, where I failed, where I need to work on, where are things that I may not have seen. Um, but I try to also let's see the first Open. What was we did the did we do the Open at the same time? Our first one. Uh, Two thousand thirteen. Thirteen. Yours thirteen. Uh, sorry, fourteen was the first one I signed up for. Thirteen was the first one I did the workouts for. Okay. I started CrossFit just after the Open that year. Right. So I did, I want to say mine was 14. So this is 20. That's, so that's six Opens. Yeah. yeah, that's six Opens. So I think, you know, making our goals a little bit more uh, realistic. Like, you know, you've been doing CrossFit for a long time or any sport for a long time, like 3 4% is, is a big deal for that year. And I think there's something to be said about that in terms of, uh, of newer athletes too, like, when you guys set smaller goals, or when athletes do set smaller goals and they accomplish them, and they, uh, and they accomplish them, uh, they tend to roll through them a little bit faster. And I don't want to be—I don't want to be critical of goal setting, because I, I do believe like big goals are important. Um, but we talked about some things like if we put up these huge goals and they don't uh, amount to the work that you need to put in, uh, then it's not going to happen. Uh, one, one, one thing in particular, you know, is I, and I try to emphasize this to people are, 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 are double unders, you know, you're not going to get better at double unders by doing them, uh, once a week. If we have them in a workout, sometimes you won't see them for maybe six days, eight days. And, and that's if you're coming, uh, four or five times a week. And what I did when I wanted the double unders, when I started, cause I didn't have them, uh, was I got a mat and I worked at them, uh, during the summer outside. Because I didn't, obviously can't tell a guy I can't skip outside. Um, sorry, can't skip inside the house. Had to skip outside the house. Um, Did you wear a rope on the pavement before you got a mat? Uh, yep, so that's why I got the mat. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also more, it's definitely more realistic to do it on the mat too. It's a, it's a little harder doing it on pavement, right? I had no problem other than my rope broke. And I was doing a round of double unders with my rope not connected. And I was like, these are going really well. Yeah. And it's something... Um, you know, at the end of the day, too, if you want to be real fit, look good, be healthy, um, just coming into the gym, scaling appropriately, is going to get you that. But if you want to get good at a skill or really meet a goal, um, again, me and Mike were talking about it, it it's going to take every third day you're, you're doing something to progress. And it's not just here at the gym, like you're, you're, you're doing it at home. Uh, you're doing it during the open gym times, you're doing your mobility. Some, a great way to get more strict pull-ups is just to dial in your nutrition and weigh seven pounds less <laughs> without actually getting stronger. Fair. Right? <laughs> That's like cycling. It's like you can either get stronger, be a stronger cyclist, 
Or you can lose 10 pounds and you go faster. Yeah, yeah. Like what's something, Mike, like, again, talking about goals, what are, what's something that you're, you're thinking about for 2020? Um, um, and it doesn't, have to be a, it doesn't have to be a fitness goal either, right, guys? Like, well, I'm not all about the big goals. I'm more yeah. about the goal of something that you can do every day or every other day. Like, you know, it's cool to say I want to get a big deadlift. But yeah. if you just write it down and don't do anything about it, that's not too good. But if your goal is work on my deadlift three times a week, mm-hmm. you know, different kinds of deadlift. Don't just always lift heavy just in case anyone is listening and like, oh, I'm going to deadlift as heavy as I can three days a week. Don't do that. Yeah. Do, you know, tempo one day, do heavy one day, and do, you know, speed but light on another day or something like that. But I, I'm more about the the goal that's not quite so much a goal. It's not to get something done. It's what you need to do to get that done. Like, you know, if I want to get a 5K time that's 20 minutes, I'm not going to just write that down. I'm going to maybe have that as a big goal, but the, you know, shorter goal will be run four days a week mm-hmm. and that's what I was doing before I got cold out. I was yeah two days a week were long two days a week were intervals and it was you know run four days a week yeah and that was the goal well you just made me think of too is that uh, Joe Rogan uh, Pavel what's his last name man I can't Whatever. pronounce something it something Russian, Russian podcast where it's um, the elite athletes are always training at, at a baseline you know 65-70% of strength and they don't peak that often twice a year right is what i said was the max and you're got me thinking about the consistency of movement like you know moving a 65 percent heavy barbell for a deadlift or a squat or a snatch most of the time and keeping that baseline of consistency which leads to long-term health and fitness which hopefully yeah like you know if some somebody has a, a 135 snatch uh, as they're ninety percent, like it may not seem like a not uh, a, a lot right now, but when you're sixty years old and if you're still doing that like oh, yeah. once a week, I yeah. mean you've won. Yeah, miss right? lifts <laughs> don't make you stronger. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's just that simple, especially yeah. for snatch. Yeah, especially because of technique. Right. Right, so. and you're not even getting you're not even doing half the movement because you missed. Not yeah, doing the overhead squat because so you've missed. Yeah. Right. Don't miss your lift if you want to get strong. That's. You know, the key thing, I remember when I first started working out, there was a guy I followed, uh, Corey Gregory, and his thing was, I just don't fucking miss. He's, yeah. He's a powerlifter, and everyone's like, how'd you get strong? I just don't miss. Yeah. Like, you peak smartly. If you, you know, on a day that is not meant to be a max out day, go until you miss. You miss the intended stimulus that day. If you want to get stronger, it's better to do, you know, I'd rather you did 60% for five sets of five than 80% and only made three reps every time. Yeah. That's not the intent. And I think psychologically, too, that probably helps you long-term as well. 100%. To Definitely. say that I'm, I'm making all these lifts, and maybe you made that last lift at a higher percentage, and you were supposed to hit something else, it's better to come back down, make a couple more lifts, and call it a day, rather than be like, well, that, that last one, technique was off, and uh, no, I'm not going to miss there. Well, I thought about it the other day. Uh, at the whole time I've been at this gym, I have only missed four snatches. Like, I don't... In three years? Yeah. Two and a half years? <laughs> and yeah. one was at 275. Two were at 275. Two were at 275. One of so them was, PRs. sadly, one of them was at 165 in the middle of a workout. That was just me being dumb and rushing back to the bar. Uh-huh. And then one of them was uh, touch and go triple at 225. I missed the last one. So that's pretty cool that you can actually remember 
every single snatch that you've ever missed in two and a half years. Yeah. Not too many people can say that. But that's what I think it takes to be strong. I mean, I know it's supposed to be goal setting, but you know. No, no. That's point, point being, you know, if you want to. Yeah. But we want to be stronger, faster, yeah. smarter, right? And that's, that's, that's why we goal set, which is kind of the micro idea, but moving into the whole macro picture of life. Um, yeah, like for sure. That's, that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Like yesterday too, I was doing some, I was doing some cleans and I went to the point where I was like, eh, that's good. It's not what I wanted to hit today, but yeah. uh, I haven't missed at all. I'm going to work my way back down and we're going to call it a day. And psychologically you can write down on paper, like you don't have to put that X beside that percentage that I missed that. Yeah. So go you know, it you feels heavy and if you're supposed to hit 90, but you only get to 85. Yeah. It's just, it yeah maybe you didn't have the sleep, the nutrition, those things are kind of off. Um, Coming around back to goal setting, uh, one thing I think is important is when you put up the goals, is you're giving yourself a time frame for when you want to peak. Like, so example, you know, we do have uh, our uh, our heavy day at the end of the month, which we've picked those lifts. So hopefully everybody can do them. And whether they PR or not, they give us uh, a percentage to work towards the rest of the year. And as, and as coaches, as programmers, you know, what we're trying to do is we do try to program for you guys to kind of peak fitness, not necessarily strength, but to peak fitness uh, for the Open in October. So the numbers we're using uh, are for the Open. That being said, um, for me personally, and I can only speak to me personally, like I kind of have uh, Kenny circled on the calendar. So I'm not necessarily trying to peak for the Open, but I, I would like to do well uh, or better than I did last year at, at Kenny. So when you guys are putting goals, you know, pick when you want to accomplish those goals for a certain purpose. Um, mm-hmm. If you're just starting CrossFit, Open's a good thing. But if you're doing if you're doing a Spartan and you want to peak your 5K time and you want to, you know. <laughs> That's the opposite or, of what I did for my 500 pound deadlift, peak for the deadlift and then run 15K two days later. Yeah, yeah. That would, did not go well. <laughs> but if you want to peak for something and you're either peaking for it in, in, in the gym or, or a run, you know, three months before you actually need it, it, it it's kind of fruitless, mm-hmm. right? Unless like it's, it's a bucket list, you know, 500 pound deadlift, I want to do it, I'm committed to it. Uh, but if you have something that you want to do with it, i.e. the open, uh, a CrossFit competition, cycling, uh, a marathon, you know, those are things that CrossFit will help you do. So think about that in terms of your goal. Like, when do you want to peak for it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so, so also keep that in mind. Like, it's great to have a, whatever, a, a 405 back squat now. But if it's 315, again, by the open because you haven't trained it, well, who cares, right? You can't really yeah. display it at that point and one thing I think is super important for goal setting and I think it should probably be more or less everybody's goal is not to get sick Oh, because if you get (laughs) sick like A that's something you have some control over yeah the cold you know goes around or whatever every year but more or less through your nutrition and you know your activity levels and you know being smart and not overtraining you do have some say in whether or not you get sick and I think you should probably take advantage of that you know dial in your nutrition, I know everyone hates cold showers, but I've found I haven't gotten sick really since I started them. 
Um, nice. And, you know, just things like that. that you know, How long is your cold shower? This, oh, it's some days it's 30 seconds, some days it's three minutes. Okay, so max at three minutes, just max take at, it. I don't just take it. <laughs> so the trick, again, this is off yeah, topic. No, 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 I like it. Let's, let's go. But <laughs> the trick to the cold shower is that you never shiver. So never when I first started, that was literally like two breaths. I was like 10 seconds. I was, I was like shivering. So like full, like tap, like just literally, on? Well, so tap just on Just a cold. Yeah, just cold. <laughs> Here and we go. You know, the, okay. the trick is you Don't never shiver because that is you overstressing your system and at that okay. point you've gone too far. All right. The moment you shiver, you turn it off, heat yourself back up. But the yeah. important thing is that you don't just grin and bear it. I measure my time <laughs> in breaths, not in, like, in time. So you're counting every single one of your breaths? Every single one of the breaths. And, you know, some days it's 65 breaths and other days it's like 25. But and do you put on a cloth like you don't care about so, the clock so, out, I don't outside care the, the clock shower? Anymore, but you no. just like put it on and then like okay, I don't, I'm not I don't worried care about anymore. that. I'm just counting breaths. Just then. counting breaths. I don't care. First, I and you, it. but but do you lather? Do you do the soap thing, or do you like no? I'm just well. The trick with the soap is soap. the oil in your hair like starts to solidify in the cold water <laughs> if it's like in the winter. So that that one's a little tricky. So if I do that, I I go cold start, then hot, and then cold at the end. What what kind of temp do you run in your house? Like t- like the actual temperature of the house. Like twenty. I don't know what it is. It's in Fahrenheit, but it's like sixty-seven. Okay, so like nineteen twenty. Yeah, like regular temp. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious, like if it's cranked all the way up. No, like, no, no, no. Oh, this cold shower feels amazing. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Okay. But yeah. yeah. Well, controlled not, breathing is important for that one. Not not getting sick. Not uh, you know. I, I tell people all the time too. We come back to to not missing lifts. It's like, well, what else you get injured, missing a lift? Now you're out, now you can't do this for three weeks. And you're definitely not gonna get fitter being injured for three weeks. No yeah. one's paying you um, to be injured, yeah. right? Indeed. So Not getting sick, I mean, I mentioned the coach hour, but the yeah. more important thing I really think is the nutrition. Yeah. If you like have your macro set for a day, meaning your carbs, proteins, fats, mm-hmm. that's cool, but you also have to think of your micronutrients. Like, you know, I've had people before be like, oh yeah, should I have, an apple or should I have cereal for my carbs? I'm like, well, you ask me, but you really know which one of those mm-hmm. is better you. know for which you. one you would it is. You just <laughs> want me to say, oh, yeah, it's okay to eat something sugary, to, uh, you know, because uh-huh. you're post-workout window or whatever. But an apple would really, like, you know, you need that micronutrients. Oh, man. You I, know it's better for you. I know it's better for you. But you just want me to say you can have some cereal or whatever it is, candy. I had that dilemma today where I didn't have enough um, yogurt, like Greek yogurt. Um, for my breakfast with uh, with my strawberries, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go to like Tim Hortons, pick up a muffin, <laughs> and then uh, coach." Yeah, I was like, "You know what? No, I have some fruit here. I got some coffee that will hold me over. Yeah, it'll hold me over till I can go to the grocery store and get some, you know, get some more Greek yogurt and have my proper breakfast like I'm supposed to." Yeah, but it's just like that. Yeah, that's but it's so easy. You know, the convenience, right? Well, and you're like, I'm hitting my macros. And yeah, technically you are, but you know what's better the quality. on the inside, yeah. Right, quality of macros too definitely counts. I'm not always on point with that, but you know, when you're trying to be healthy, yeah. you know what's better for you, really. Yeah. We had, uh, I can't remember who it was, but we did have some goals last year, like stay injury-free or do these things, and I think... Well, that was one of Emma's goals was to stay injury-free. I don't know yeah. how successful I mean, she was in that, but that was one of her goals, I remember. It's, it's not always within... Like you did the running and, and, and your foot hurt, you know, like I dropped a sandbag on my foot. It's not always within the realm of control. Like when we're doing something and 
uh, we're at a high intensity, we're trying to do something we haven't done before, like, it's not always in our control, and things do happen, but trying to limit the stupid decisions, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I say that with a grain of salt, but trying to limit, not like, you know what, where's this, where's this going to take me today? And if it's not, like, yeah, it'd be cool if I did it, but the chance uh, of injury is pretty high, mm-hmm. you know, really, what am I doing? Maybe I should step back and, and, and lower the intensity, right? Well, and in terms of reducing injury, I have, you know, I've researched it a little bit before I did it, but I've had success with, I wake up in the morning and I do more or less a general warm up mm. when I wake up. Yeah. And I, you know, it's kind of a workout and it's kind of a warm up, but I don't wait until I'm in the gym to warm up. I try to warm up first thing in the morning. Yeah. And then that way you don't bend over. Like my dad the other day, uh, he hurt his back bending over to pick up a piece of paper. Ooh. And I was like, should have stretched. Yeah. <laughs> How do you take that? He started stretching and he's fine now. Okay. But, you know, I, I do that sort of thing when I wake up because that gets the blood flowing. That gets the, you know, the juices, for lack of a better term. But it gets the hormones going in your body being like, okay, we're moving. We are adapting to, you know, movement. And you can, you know, you can get fitter just by, you know, even if it's just yoga in the morning or like, yeah. you know, I think when I first started out with my movement, I was like, okay, started out with stretching, did like 10 minutes of stretching. And then I slowly was like, okay, stretch for five minutes. And then I think my first one was like 10 kettlebell swings on the minute for 10 minutes or something yeah. like that. Like it wasn't intense. No, it was only Russian just swing. getting it going. Just move first thing in the morning. Even if it's like you wake up and you do 10 air squats, just get that deep bend in your knees or. Right. Whatever. I find that goes a long way towards preventing injury. If you come in and you wait until, like, yeah, we put them through a general warm-up. But if you wait till the last possible second, you're only really warm and able to move at full capacity for an hour out of the day. Yeah. That's less than ideal. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't take much. Yeah. Well, it's, it's and, and we naturally do it when we wake up anyways. Like, when you wake up, I tell people, well, what's, what's the first thing you do? So well, I go to the bathroom. It's like, no, but what's the very first thing you do? Your eyes are open. And you're generally like extending your arms or like pointing your toes and, yeah. and you're already starting and that's, and that's your body basically um, resetting itself for the day. Yeah. So you're just keeping that going, getting out of bed and, re, and, I, and I, I should get back to it, but I used to do this five minute flow. So there wasn't yeah. a kettlebell, but basically get out of bed and do basically do like yoga, do, yeah. do some yoga things. And it was early like hold a position for 25 seconds. I just put my clock on and 25 seconds would just switch and pick like eight different positions. And it's surprisingly hard to do just that. Oh, it is because in the morning, all you want to do is like, just like, you know, you want to get your coffee or like, like, and your mind's starting to go about everything I need to do that day or what I want to do that day. And just, we say it now, but like, can we just like shut it down for four minutes or wake up, even wake up four minutes earlier, right? Which is hard to do. Well, I mean, so one of the things, I guess my thing about goals is it's not about the goal as yeah. much as the habit. You get yes. the goal by having the habit. And yeah. so, yeah. I mean, I want to mention this if people yeah. are still listening on how long this has been, but if people are still listening. <laughs> um, They're listening. Okay. <laughs> they have no so choice. the important thing about habits is that you do them one at a time. Yeah. So it takes, what, like 21 days to do a habit, to form a habit? you could get, you know, reasonably, you could get like 15 new habits by the end of the year at that rate, right? And that's a lot in a year. Yeah. So I recently have been taking, you know, I slacked off across Christmas because 
the week from Christmas to New Year's for me is a gong show of food and sleep and, you know, not technically healthy decisions. But there's nothing wrong with that. No, there isn't. But the body needs a reset. What what I'm saying is I I slacked off my habits. Right. And the reset's good because my habits aren't necessarily killer. But like, so I wanted to be able to wake up in the morning, do breath work, yoga, cold shower, and move. Those are the five things I wanted. I took, you know, four months, and for the first 21 days, my thing was, the moment I open my eyes, take off the blankets, get out of bed. Did that for 21 days until that was, like, ingrained, like, that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Then it was, okay, I'm up, I'm on my feet, now, what am I going to do? I'm going to, you know, stretch a little bit for five minutes. And then it was, you know, add in some breathing, and then it was cold shower and move. But, like, you have to take the time to develop the habit because if you try to do you know if I tried to do all five of those things there's no way anyone would have, would have stuck oh, I yeah. saw a study it was if you try and do one habit yeah we talked the, about that yeah the retention rate is like some crazy like 95% you yeah. know that you'll hold on to it but if you try and do more than one even just two habits just at a two, time it, it drops to like 17% or something like that like it's, it's a huge drop in terms of yeah how long you like keep it and how well you keep it. Yeah. It's like one thing at a time is the most important thing I think for getting goals. I think it's the same thing too with nutrition when people don't have any kind of uh, like, well, I want to change my nutrition habits. It's like, well, what are you eating right now? It's like, okay, well, instead of eating all that food, maybe don't change it, just eat less. Okay. And now you've eaten less. Now let's talk about quality of food. And then we can start talking about like macronutrients and yeah. things like that. Because when you get, if you jump right into it and we're like taking away like every sugar that that's you're that's, used that's to having. That's hard on your system, period. Like, yeah. Do, uh, one of the best examples is, you know, my sister went sugar-free just like cold turkey. Cold turkey. And she lasted like two weeks. <laughs> and she had like, she had headaches. Yeah. And stuff. Like it was, it was like, you know, she was not a good person to be around for that. So, like, cutting it out completely is never... Like, going sudden and hard is never the right yeah. move. It's... it's it, I mean, it, it takes a certain person. I think it, it, it can be done. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I don't want to. And there are, and there are things like um, a beer on a Friday night or uh, a Nutella once in a while. Like, I'm not giving those up. But other things I have given up because I've gotten used to it. Slow implementation... And I find I just don't need it anymore. Yeah. And that's fine. And I want to get back to two, um, you know, when we talk about Christmas, like, guys, like, don't don't kill yourself over Christmas. And it's even better uh, just talking about CrossFit, where the Open is now. Like, it's literally Open's finish mid-November, end of November. Something like that. Do all your holiday parties and wrap it up with new year's and hey we're off to the races now january 3rd and we're we're going right get back into your routine this weekend monday everybody uh, everything's back to normal um we have 10 months 10 months to the open or or essentially whatever your goal is like if if i know we have some people sign up for race weekend we have some people sign up for the spartan you know look if those goals are more important than the open fantastic like like try to peak your goals and try to maximize your goals from there do your research like you know the auto race weekend the uh i don't think the that that route has changed so you know try to get out there uh once they're on the exact same route every time i i I don't know actually i actually don't know um but try to get out there and even like walk in the course 
mm-hmm. right? Um, if you have a, a Spartan race, like, you know, get on a hill once in a while. You know, for me, I know, I know you're, you're still running on the trail and we talked about that. Too. Like, is, <laughs> yeah. is, is, is the trail not icy? It is super icy. <laughs> super icy. Not ideal conditions. And I got some, uh, and I got some hiking boots and I'm like, I don't, I don't want to risk slipping on the trail, but I still want to get outside because in the summer I, I really enjoyed running like five, six K, but I'm going to get outside, um, hopefully once or twice a week and, uh, and hike, like find like a good, like three, four, hopefully seven kilometer hike, um, during the winter. So I'm still outside, right. Breathing that outdoor air, doing things like that, building the habits, um, are going to go a long way. So again, we're not, I don't want to say, uh, goals are important, but the habit that you're going to create by going for the goal is probably more important. Yeah. Um, small goals, share your goals, do some research on your goals. Uh, don't feel like a failure if they don't work out, you know, take that as a learning experience. Um, else you want to add to that not really no, no that's good that's good yeah just uh, off the cuff podcast habits more important than goals yeah and uh 30 31st if i don't uh or the 30th or the last day of the month if i don't put out a podcast for every month 200 bar facing bird this month so well this this one counts no no this one counts for this month <laughs> so i'm good i'm good for january could but do a second one discuss. Pardon? Could do a second one discuss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to do more, but at least once a month. Got it. At least. All right, guys. Thank you.